A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I want to be elected, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Jose Mourinho got a win. Arsenal were awful. And it was a great game at Bramall Lane. Greetings all. It's the start of a new working week. My mm. name is still Marcus Speller, though. That guy's Pete Donalds and that guy's Jim Campbell. Hello. Luke Moore isn't here. No. In the, spirit, in the spirit of him mugging me off, I'd like to say that he's uh, hanging out with Nigel Farage, doing fox hunting. Uh-huh. Uh, he's punching dogs in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, he is putting not putting the toilet seat down and eating yeah. foie gras. Well, that, so that's what he's up to. That, right? yeah. that pales off into... Insignificant right. when when you think about the things he said about, uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so about what? No, I'm just you know don't want to libel the guy. Okay, cool. Just, just want to imply that you're going through. No, he's a good guy, is Luke. I won't have guy. that kind of thing said about him. Well, Pete yeah, everyone Donaldson. always says that I'm on some kind of sex tourism thing. Every Nobody time I go says away. that. They, they say, say that about Marcus. To be fair, oh, yeah, we say so. you've got a secret family in in Japan yeah. or Korea, <laughs> and you only said that about me when I went to Vietnam all those years ago, and it was never yeah. proven. And to be fair, to be fair, Pete. You have made it sound far worse now. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't a clashing too much. It wasn't a clash of it was an M16. I Sorry, hate to Marcus. sound like Sorry. partridge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you are shooting a cow though, aren't you? Uh, yeah. no. No, no. No, no. A non human target. I couldn't see from that distance which animal it was. There was no animal involved. <laughs> Stop shooting we'll, animals. We'll start off slagging off. Well, you start slagging off looking at it. It's back on me. Yeah. <laughs> I've not done very well there. I've yeah. done brilliantly, yeah. You have, Jim. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, we can't comment on your you know, court case. Pending. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but we can talk about yeah, just it. It isn't going well, but we won't go. Um, yeah. Can't go into him. Okay, Jim. We 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 can talk about Spurs uh, beating West Ham three two though, eh? Mm. Jose's back. <laughs> Jose yeah. in his Spurs pajamas. He is back. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Don't make it about him. me. Oh, Stop. God, my God. Stop yeah. making this about me, Jim. Yeah. That was hilarious, wasn't it? And it <laughs> you're referring to the post match interview, of obviously. course. Yeah, it's something like. Did you interview say? 
I mean, he didn't even really reference him in any way, did he? And he just dived in to say, it's not about me. I think it's not about said, me. It's yeah. going to be really annoying if people say it's about me. He said yeah. it was Jose. It's good start. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is, he didn't say, yeah. you've masterminded another one there, Jose. <laughs> yeah. he, he said, quite don't, rightly, you must be a please, good start. Don't you. make this about me. That's how an interview works. It's literally about yeah. you and your team. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the two goals you shipped or do you want to talk about you? Yeah. yeah don't make this about me. Don't make it about me. Gentlemen, I have to say, this feeling has been bubbling up at me for a while. Oh. Uh, it's not about... Uh, Get your hand off my knee. <laughs> um, I, I think it could be quite good, Jose Spurs. I, I think, is that it? Is no, that no, your that, hot no, take? No, 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 no. I, I Put think, that in the video. I, I think, think it might actually be quite good. <laughs> I think What's that, this Arsenal fan TV? I <laughs> No one's that positive on Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think that uh, when Mourinho says yeah. he said something about look, we can't win the league this year. You know, next year it's possible. I'm not saying we will, but it's possible. Mm. I did think to myself, I bet he wins the league next year. <laughs> <laughs> you I, reckon? Yeah, I, I, he is properly tail up, isn't he? Well, he is. when a new manager comes in, obviously they've got a lot of PRing to do. It doesn't matter who you are. You're a new manager. Mm. You're a new face, and and obviously, um, in this case. It's fair to say the Spurs fans weren't a hundred percent on the appointment. No, and, no. And, and, but if you can get you know a performance uh, out of people like Dali Ali, like you, you did mm. it against West Ham, it wasn't yes. just a flick, which everyone's obviously know for no reason, in my opinion. There's been no reason. It was gorgeous. Was it gorgeous? Or was yeah. it just a, the last attempt of a desperate man? Don't let me on turn to Jim Campbell. But he, the rest, it was it was quite it was quite tidy. It, it was quite. Anyway, fun you to were going to say, but, that. but he, he he worked the midfield so well yeah. Uh, yeah, against, against West Ham. And so if you can get a player, if you can get him into that kind of like number ten position and, and play him like mm. that and get him um, firing, that is spiteful that's, best. That's for that, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's exactly and, right. Exactly, and just get him as shitty as he used to, <laughs> yeah. like like he cares again. <laughs> I think. That's that's it's such a it's such a vote winner for a new manager coming in if they can just convert oh, yeah. a player who's clearly clearly got a lot of talent mm. uh, who's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. That's gonna that's gonna be a, a mm. huge plus for Joseph. Oh, really, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, he's great with that sort of siege mentality, isn't mm. he? Which, which Spurs maybe could could benefit from. Um, I think as well, it's it's so easy to forget because we all think about the third season and we think about the the sniping in the press and, and what eventually happened under mm. Mourinho and obviously there's you know there's nothing to say that will happen again but I'm not, I'm not holding he'll be there I'm not holding my breath because he's got a terrible re- reputation for um absolutely rinsing players who go yes. hot and cold and Deli Ali is very much in that frame yeah very but much if you so. can get if you can get performances out of a few players like that every now and mm. again yeah. <laughs> i think what w- what's happened is that we've also forgotten that Jose Mourinho. You know, yeah, I, mean, I know. Of course he's going to be good. Like I know. Um, well, you look at the trophy camp at the start. But there was talk, wasn't there, when he was at Manchester United? It was after that uh, bad finish at Chelsea. Uh, yeah. And, and Man United fans were a bit bored of his football and it wasn't working very well. And we said on this show, is he a busted flush? Mm. You know, is, is, has he gone? And, and he did admit that he lost his passion for it at Manchester yeah. United for, for whatever reason. And sometimes, you know, you do see um, great managers... It works at, at uh, you know that club and that club, but not so much at that club. You know, I would be very surprised if his best days weren't behind him. I have to say, yeah, um, just because you know he's been doing this at such a high level for such a long I, time, I tend and to it's agree rare that, that managers um, sort of can do that for longer than about well, ten he, years. Or you got exceptions, but generally, well, not he's, many. he's kind of like regarded at the moment as being a bit of a dinosaur, which is mental. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? He's, you know, he's, he was at the forefront of so many like good things for such a long time, and you forget <laughs> yeah. he's still. We've only just banished Allardyce from the league. <laughs> <laughs> Mourinho, yeah, step that, up. Yeah, I know yeah. that that it's a better game. brand of dinosaur. To be fair, isn't it? Progress is being made. It's certainly more attractive brand. Mm. Yeah. I know. I know West Ham fans obviously um, on more than one occasion this week. So I went, oh, why do we always have to face a new manager? Yeah. West Ham were. Abject. They really oh, were. I mean, half. Roberto was possibly <laughs> Spurs' <laughs> best player. Oh my <laughs> word! He's been an absolute mare, isn't he? Interpol slow hands. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people uh, on, on Twitter demanding they sign Kyle Walker. Very good. The the Fabianski quote. Um, yeah, the, uh, the Fabianski quote uh, was uh, obviously he's, he's injured and, and he's, I think it was um, something to do with his hip. I think it was a hip hip, hip problem, um, and so he went under the knife and he's not going to be back for ages and, and he said the biggest mistake in my case would be trying to rush the thing because there would be a big chance of it happening again so with injuries like that you have to be really careful about it I don't want to rush I just want to take my time and make sure I come back in 
the right way. What oh. he said there is, I'm just going to wait for this whole please, thing to blow over. <laughs> please don't make me come back now. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't make me come it'll, back now. It'll seem like Lev Yashin when he does come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pellegrini, we'll, we'll go back to Spurs in a minute, but Pellegrini needs to turn things around. <laughs> the pressure on him is mad. Two points from possible 21. They're 16th. Five points above Watford, of course, who were yeah. in, in bottom place. They had quite it a good start really, to the season. It was odd, isn't it? It was a very yeah. positive. People were talking on the top seven and all that business. It's, yeah. it's sad to sort of see them fall away so much, but mm. performances like that. Uh-huh. And, you know, certainly with the first goal, that was all about the goalkeeper. Son, how, a few, how a few months in football can make a difference? <laughs> yeah. well, the, the, the strange thing is as well, I mean, West Ham have had this problem before. It, it just seemed very much to be a lack of, of effort and application. Mm. Just very little sort of pressure on the ball and, and, and they were very, very passive in the game and I think, you know, if, if, if you are passive in the Premier League against the, the better sides, yeah. then, you know, you're going to, you, you're giving yourself a mountain to climb. Well, it's interesting you say that, Jim, because was it when, oh, I forget now because they've gone through a few managers, haven't they? Was it when Moyes took over? And, and they Moyes, weren't running. Yes. Yeah. And Moyes sort of said, yeah, well, we, we've got to get the lads running again. Now, I know, we obviously, you talk in general terms, and you, you know, but <laughs> but it, it seemed too literal at the yeah. time. It seemed <laughs> fundamental, <laughs> doesn't it, to the score? But I think the stats backed it up. West Ham at the moment, they, they, they're one of those sides that people say, well, they're, they're probably too good to go down. I know that's dangerous talk. Mm. Uh, but um, you would think that they could pull out a few results. So I, I wouldn't fear for them saying getting no. relegated. Um, but their, their their team, just in the last sort of couple of seasons, few seasons, really since the stadium move. Although I'm sure West Ham fans will say this is this is nothing too new. But it it does seem there's a lack of sort of basic desire, basic discipline. It's, yeah, if they've got nothing, if they if they fall away a little bit, it just sort of feels like oh, we're yeah. we're, we're that team, we're a mid table yeah. team, we're no better than that. It's and and, it and that's where we're, and that's where we're going to sit, and we're just going to you know course to the end of the well, season. It is, but yeah. you look at sometimes the, the West Ham team and the squad, it's a real mishmash. Mm. You sometimes think, hang on, who starts with West You know, and you look at yes. some of the players, all oh, right, I forgot about him, even though he started last week. Well, I think that's that is they are a victim of the sort of the manager churn of modern football, aren't they? Where mm. uh, in a lot of squads are like that, but it seems particularly the case with West Ham, especially because yeah. they've signed like 5,000 strikers or whatever it is in yeah. the last decade. And it's, um, it does, it does appear to be a little bit of a problem for them. I mean, they're, they're only three points off off 18th at the moment, and I know it's it's only November, but they've got to be careful, haven't they? Because yeah. they, they they could well get sucked into that. Yeah. It, it feels like this week could be an absolute bonanza for like manager sacking. Yeah, I was going to say we yeah. should say at the time recording, at the time recording. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get this out as soon as possible, all right, guys. I'm going to run to the uh, a steaming hot PC, get it edited, and get it out. <laughs> it is true though like we could be uh, you know but but back at Spurs I mean that's a much more settled side of course mm. however like we said Eric Dyer straight in there my net. god what a what a turnaround for a personally Eric Dyer yes. this, this, this <laughs> season has what been a, you know from the back bench to the front bench you know mm, quite. Well, Luke, was, Luke, Luke on Twitter was making the point that uh, you know obviously he was very off the pace and stuff and, so, and, and somebody tweeted back going look look at his stats of running and he's, he's run like I think second highest mm-hmm. in the whole match and Luke was like yeah you can do that but you can still be two yards off the pace <laughs> you can, yeah, which yeah, you definitely yeah. look like at times well I think it's an interesting one for Dyer because some managers have fancied him, others, not, well, Pochettino latterly, not so much. But <laughs> Straight like, in there, though. I, I, That's honestly, what makes me laugh. I think he's, he did the exact same thing that we thought he would do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and don't be surprised if that sort of continues, you know. Yeah. But but as you say, he, what he wants to do would give Deli Ali more of a platform when you yeah. need a player in there. He he mentioned Suzuko, I forget the quote, he sort of said, hey, he's a good player, but, but Mourinho has his favourites. And I would have, I wouldn't think we'd see much more of Christian Eriksen because I think Mourinho mm. won't have that. I think, I, I think Levy might have given him a more kind of like Jose, go in there, shake it up, mm. don't mess with. Maybe know, that's his brief because he's know. got no loyalty to him. Which no, Pochettino, no. of course, had a lot of loyalty. You would thought with yeah. Eriksen having uh, Eriksen put in so many performances, Mourinho doesn't have that. But I think Mourinho, going back to what you said about being a dinosaur and so on, Mourinho to me it was the man management that. that really became the problem for him because years ago, I saw an interview with John Terry um, not that long ago and Terry said how Mourinho came in at Chelsea and 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 you thought he was your mate and then suddenly he could cut you cold mm-hmm. like to the point of Terry was saying that you'd be at home watching the TV and you'd get a text from Mourinho going hey are you watching this thing on BBC2 or whatever you up baby yeah <laughs> What are you wearing? <laughs> and, uh, um, a hood. <laughs> he would say, he would text him and say, you watching this thing on sort of BBC? Oh, yeah, I'm watching that as well. All oh, right, you enjoying it? Yeah, oh, we have. And, and you would be in this conversation. And then suddenly he said, you just wouldn't get a reply. Right. And then that would be mm. the end of the conversation. You go, yeah. what was that? 
oh, and then you go into the club and he'd be your friend. And Man games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, massively. You. Yeah, but but I think players of, of, of that ilk would sort of go, right, okay, they wouldn't get confused and upset. Someone like John Terry, well, a bit more old school. He's negging them, isn't he? Yeah, Joseph Effectively, Rich- knock, building someone's confidence up but yeah. then knocking it down a bit so that person then seeks that approval you, you, from you. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's how they ramble off operated for years. Really, <laughs> anyway. but, uh, but I think um, it, I think Jose Mourinho is the sort of person to have his WhatsApp read receipts turned off. Yeah, definitely. Last scene, oh, yeah. you don't know. You don't know when he's last yeah. been on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, well, Vita Bar said this. I know I've quoted him before when he was at Porto. He said that Mourinho came into the club and uh, was all over Bayer because he was one of the senior players. Mm. And then Bayer, I can't remember what he did, whether it was turn up late for training or maybe um, answer Mourinho back or something. He was like, right. He was out the squad for a month. Wow. Training with bang. See you later. Yeah. Like bang straight away. No messing around. And then when he came back after a month, open arms. Ah, oh, it's so good to see you again. And I, th- I think that that approach mm. in the modern era doesn't doesn't work so well. And I think he's really got to someone like Deli Ali is just going to go sod off. I'll just yeah. yeah but I mean, well, they, I they think... won the league. But he won the league in Britain, like in in, in England, quite recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, also, I think as well though that. Um, Pochettino himself is known for being quite grumpy, mm. isn't he? Mm. And there was that whole thing, I think Jonathan Wilson wrote about it, the, the article you referenced on the last show about how there was this sort of like, don't look at the boss kind of feel in training. Yeah. He had a bit of a barber he was so, so, Yeah, he was so annoyed uh-huh. uh, that if you could you could just catch Pochettino's eye and he might well, yeah, give you a rocket. I, think, so, look, I mean, maybe they watch, are sort of used to that. Don't watch it, Tino. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and Poch has got, and it's so funny how football quickly moves on. Yes, it really, it really is. Although we should say, just to finish, perhaps with Marino, unless anybody's got anything else to say, um, people talking about, you know, can he humble himself to take a, mm. a non-elite club? Although Spurs might consider themselves approaching that sort of level, uh, some people may not. But he said, "I was always humble. The problem was that you didn't understand that." <laughs> ah. Donald Trump-esque. There is talk as well that uh, he might be going for a short-term loan move for one's Latan Ibrahimovic. It's almost certainly nonsense, <clears throat> but let's entertain it. Yeah, well, that, uh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Terrible idea. I would it? like to say Harry Kane scored his 175th goal for, for Spurs. Only Bobby Reed. Uh, mm. Bobby, Bobby Reed. It's unlikely he's going to score that many for, for Spurs playing in Fulham's midfield. Uh, Bobby Smith and Jimmy Greaves have, have scored more, which it's, is it's inc- incredible. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, he could well. Do you think he could break Shearer's record? Well, the way he's going, if he stays in the Prem, which yeah. at the moment... He could well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, so it, was, so it was a good win for Spurs. I mean, I know it was 3-2, the two, two late goals, but but mm. it's a good start for Mourinho and the music in the away dressing room was pumping. Yeah. <laughs> Always a good sign. I mean, think of it. Those two late goals worry you, though? It's very un-Mourinho. I know he's had like... He he, it's nothing to do with him, is it, the performance, as we know. Yeah. Um, so we shouldn't really make it about him. <laughs> I was going to say, why are you bringing Mourinho yeah. into it? Yeah, sorry. Uh, but of Move course, the Spurs' first away <laughs> win since 20th of January in the league. That is amazing, isn't it? It's not quite... St- and that was at Fulham and they were rubbish. That's yeah. so flipping it. Anyway, we, we must move on to another side who are in North London, Jim. Mm. Arsenal 2, Southampton 2. They were booed off at the yes, Emirates. Southampton should have won. Unai Emery under enormous pressure there. You wouldn't know it though, would you? Well, he said that we need to recover confidence. One good result will give us that confidence. No, it won't, Unai. Yeah. No, it won't. No late equalisers will give any confidence no. oh, that to was, That was the strange thing. I was at the game with cameraman Sam and the, the boos at the end of the game were were louder than the cheers for either goal. And the, the, <laughs> the, the, the equaliser was such a strange feeling because mm. it there wasn't even that much relief because it was, it was the... This performance has been so bad. You're almost annoyed. That we're nicking a point yeah. from Southampton at home. You, They've been beaten nine nil recently. Yeah. Mm. You almost sort of. I know. That obviously, you don't. You'd rather a point than none. So let's put that straight there. Mm. But there's almost a sort obviously, of yeah. uh, a, a, a kind of. Um, you know, what's the word I'm looking? At? There's there's almost that sort of the devil in you wants to kind of lose the game so you can have a bloody bigger moan if you see what I mean. you know, you know, you know what Marcus I love having a moan um, but I felt that the nature of the game still allowed for that so, um, <laughs> it had the capacity for more yeah, right, even, even with a point like well, Southampton the... should have just put us, put us to bed so many clear cut chances that came from from just oh, calamitous like almost slapstick <laughs> defending I, it was 
He was unbelievably bad. You yeah, sound flabbergasted, Jim. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, my ghastly is indeed flabbered. Well, I mean, it's now Monday morning, and you st- and and that that, that flabbergastation has not left you, yeah. has it? No, and it, was, and it uh, probably will take flabbergastic flu. Yeah, flabbergastic <laughs> flu. So what flab- <laughs> um, what, what frustrates me about this situation, right? Is obviously I don't think Lacazette even celebrated the second goal. No, he, he almost seemed embarrassed by it. As Although a lot of the Martinelli sort of went over to him to celebrate, and you think, ah, yeah. oh, the innocence of youth. Indeed, yeah, because uh, I think. He, he got the assist, didn't he? For he that? did, yeah. and he's, he's been fantastic whenever he's featured Martinelli. I hope we see more of him soon. But um, I just worry that the longer this situation goes on, it's, it's very obvious that Arsenal need to make a change. I had a dream that I personally sacked Unai Emery, right. so that's what my subconscious <laughs> thinks about it. Um, but I think the longer that rumbles on, the harder it becomes to salvage anything decent from the season. And I know it's not as simple as just like change a manager, get another one in, and you've got to think about it, and there's got to be a process behind that. But um, a managerial think, change can make a difference. Oh, oh, oh but, uh, no, but I mean, like, you can't just decide to do it and then have have done it within a minute. Do you know what I mean? It's like the, yes. the, the, if the people behind the scenes at Arsenal are looking at that, they need they need the, they need time to do it. Yeah. So I, I would imagine that's happening now. Well, but yeah. what I was going to say is my concern is whether Emery stays or leaves. That you know, that's Aubameyang, that's Lacazette, that's those players out the door because you know European football looks di- difficult at all next season from from this position. Mm-hmm. It's the worst um, start Arsenal have had in the league since 1982. Um, so I, I'm just concerned that this is a really good squad that should be that should be comfortably competing for the top four. If you look at that side on paper, and we all know it's played on grass, like I don't know why they can't control a game. I don't know why they're not sent out with the mi- mindset that they are the better team in most games because mm. they, they don't control games. And it's it's really frustrating. And I also wonder if, because it's still technically possible that Arsenal could qualify for the Champions League via winning the Europa League, that that is enough to keep him in his job. And mm-hmm. Because fundamentally, the people that own the club don't care in the same way. So it's yeah. I, know I, I, I think a lot of managers being under pressure almost makes chairman make chairman uh, and chairman uh, worried about who they would find to replace them. So like you're in a situation where you got you got you know Max Allegri and um, Mikel Arteta obviously mm-hmm. in in the front for Arsenal, and then over at West Ham apparently Chris Hewton and Rafa. <laughs> in the yeah, for that yeah. job and you sort of think God th- their money is just going to be going up and up oh yeah. I've had words with Arsenal I've had words yeah, with West Ham yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah. like it's going to be a situation where just the only people who win are the managers and how much money they're going to get when they actually take a job in the mm. end yeah well, <laughs> but these are considerations but yeah. you're absolutely right I mean that point though it did mean that Arsenal are now a point above Manchester United and Spurs yeah so it wasn't a terrible well it was a obvious. good point to salvage wasn't yeah, it but they're, they're in eight. eighth, ninth, and 10th is Arsenal Man United and Spurs That's that, just... it's crazy isn't it <laughs> and we're at the end of November yeah absolutely unbelievable uh, yeah but but Southampton though so much better from them oh, yeah. as you say they, they were they lost 9-0 not that long ago for crying out loud they were, it was funny from them because what was really frustrating about it was we gave them chance after chance yep. and they demonstrated that they're they're a bit shit hmm. by not putting any of them away <laughs> yep. it was like oh god this is this is absurd yeah. like, we should we shouldn't even be putting this putting ourselves in this position but i think they sort of harried arsenal quite well and they didn't um didn't give give the players much space. They just sort of stuck to their jobs and and that was enough to get something. Well, well we, we got a quick, can I go, stick in a quick email? Go on, right. Peter sport, says, yeah. uh, uh, hi everyone, uh, my question is about Danny Ings's goal against oh, Arsenal yeah. this morning. Dingsy. Uh, the ball was clearly rolling while Bertrand took the free, uh, the quick free kick uh, leading to Ings through on goal. If VAR is disallowing goals for an inch difference, why aren't they disallowing goals like this where the ball was clearly rolling? I completely agree. Sod off, Peter. <laughs> oh, you just don't want to talk about it. Do you? <laughs> not not very, no. no, no. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I know he does make a fair point. Peter, Peter works for a professional uh, soccer team in Virginia called the Richmond Kickers. Okay, oh, nice. very right. Well, if you need a repentant old striker, then uh, I'm your man. Uh, no, he does make a fair point. But I, with Southampton, though, I mean, it's weird. That 9-0 loss... Obviously, that's not good in in any language, but it seems to have shocked Southampton into sort of being a little better because then they went away to Man City and they didn't (laughs) disgrace themselves when you think to yourself, bloody hell, goodness knows what the score is going to be there. Better performance, should have won the game against Arsenal. I understand they'd be disappointed. Um, But, you know, you you take somewhere like Watford. Now, I know Watford were beaten 3-0 by Burnley. Burnley, you know, Going very very well, having won a couple of games there. Smashed by Man City as well, which is why Southampton and Watford are both on minus eighteen. Yeah, goal difference. <laughs> um, but with 
with with with some of the sides, you know, it's almost like you need something to sort of shock you into. It can go one of two ways. There, it can go, um, like you say, with with Watford, it, it can sort of demoralise everybody. You lose the manager and so on. Whereas Southampton, Hassan Hootel would have used that as as massive uh, motivation, and they they do seem a little yeah. bit better. Anyway. They play each other next, Southampton and Watford. Yeah, so. big one, big mm. one indeed. Uh, there was a great game at Bramall Lane, wasn't there? Oh, yes. Three all, of course. <laughs> Sheffield United missed the chance to go fifth, but I think they'll be con- uh, content yeah. sitting in sixth position at the end of November. Really topsy-turvy game, wasn't it? It and was. It was, it was amazing how, how much um, Sheffield United just, again, set the tempo and set the agenda. It's such an important thing. Yeah, well, I, with, with, slightly in the spirit of what I was saying to you about Arsenal getting that equaliser, I wonder with Manchester United fans, like obviously, you know, you support your club. So if you, you score a goal, you celebrate. Course, yeah. You win a game, you're happy. I get that. But the, I think one of the sort of slight little problems here is a lot of Man United fans will think that Solskjaer is not the man for the job. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would probably say that, even though he seems like a nice chap and he's had a few results here and there. Um, but those kind of moments where suddenly Manchester United spark into life and look like the old Manchester United under Ferguson and all that kind of mm. stuff where they, they score three quick goals and they turn the game around. It's those little moments where I think it makes the likes of Ed Woodward go, oh, but is he is he going to get there? Is it, it, the, the, These little sort of carrots that are dangled whereas actually yeah. the, the, the fact is they're not going to be brilliant under Solskjaer, I'm quite confident in saying. They're not, they're still very, very... Uh, well, they're, they're a poor team, you know, as you say. They're just about in the top half. I, and those moments just string it along a bit more. I think that it must be a very frustrating thing for everyone involved at Man United to have this, um, the good old days, Ferguson era Man United ghost hanging over it. And, uh, and, and that seeming to... Whenever they do anything good, it's compared to that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and totally. it's like, and it, it, they they can't keep doing that. And I know that it, it's you that, that has said that, and not mm-hmm. anyone from within the club. But I imagine if I was a Man United fan, I'd be I'd be pretty maddened by that. Cause, oh mm. God, this again! Like we have to. They've got to forge a new identity somehow, haven't they? And well, I, I wonder if like Solskjaer's connection to Ferguson will will mean that that's always going to be the case. But they they are. But they've tried they, it with other managers. Exactly. I mean, they do seem to be backing him, don't they? They seem to be mm-hmm. backing him to sort of steer the ship through um through this pretty. Um, difficult time, um, but that's so why. That's I what I mean. How... These moments, I think they're just sort of stringing along. Oh, we've had that little moment there, and then you go a few games. But, but it papers over the cracks. The Manchester United were bloody awful for most of that game. Mm. Sheffield United should have won the game. In fact, I understand. You know, if you score an equaliser late into injury time, you're always going to celebrate that. But Chris Wilder, even though he celebrated wildly, he said he had mixed feelings. because well, Yeah, because yeah, they could have won that match. Exactly. Right? And they, they were, were 2 up and cruising. Time, and, and he did sort of say, can we just forget about that little period where we <laughs> conceded <laughs> yeah. three goals? Yeah. But I mean, obviously, a lot of the criticism uh, has been led at um, Phil Jones's door. But I mean, there's no excuse for half the daffness that was taking yeah. place on the pitch. You misplaced passes and just, just looking leggy. And mm-hmm. it's not like they've... Been working particularly hard over the, the, the yeah. back off the sometimes like international breaks kind of are a bit of a leveller, but yeah, mm. I, I didn't see them turning such a poor mm. performance. Everton fans losing their damn minds over Phil Jagielka <laughs> <laughs> yeah, performing at 37 in the Sheffield United fantastic, back. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Okay, they had a guy who hadn't started a goal for what 18 months or something like that. 37 year old Phil Jagielka, it's unreal, isn't it? It really is. And Elise Moussa as well. He didn't score, did he? But he no, um, did score. Oh, he did score. Of course, he goal. scored the second goal. But yeah, again, like he's already scored more for Sheffield United than he did for Bournemouth in, yeah. like, in a few seasons. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Chris Wilder's doing such a great job. Moussa mm. is having a, he's having a great time there. Um, and Ollie McBurney coming on to save the day. I love how confident he was. That it wasn't yeah. a handball. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can you can check that twice through, mate. You'll be absolutely fine there. <laughs> that was superb, wasn't it? Um, but. Uh, pleasing for some Man United fans that there is uh, one or two youth players there or young players and Brandon Williams taking his goal with, oh, with a problem and I love the fact that he um, I, I suppose it was because of the circumstances but he didn't really celebrate it's like oh that is a cool headed young man <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean that's going to take him places I know what you mean alright ladies and gentlemen let's have a quick break Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Pete, you look like you've got something to say. I've got loads of stuff to say, but... Uh, Not this, that. Yeah, okay, all right, we'll move on to the Betway Photoscore update then. Uh, no Photoscore wins this weekend, and Golo Kante ruined everything, wiped out all of the remaining players, uh, yep. so it's uh, sticking at 250 grand next week. Mm. Also on Betway, though, um, after the Palace game, mm. uh, they paid out early to everyone who had a bet on Liverpool winning the league. So if you had uh, Liverpool doing the league before 10am last Saturday, Betway has paid you out uh, as if Liverpool had already won the league. Big licks. Yeah, Big licks from the B-Boys. Yeah. <laughs> we did We did all right though, didn't we? Um, Mane and Moussa mm. both scored. Not the first one, no. Green shoots. No. I'm calling them green exactly. shoots, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, true. We're right, we're right in this shit, mate. Is that the first time I've predicted someone who's, who's just scored, let alone the first score? I, I think Jimmy, you're the only mm. one who's got it right so far. Yeah. And that is absolutely not the reason I brought it up. No. Okay. Either way, bgumbleware.org. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> All right, let's have some emails of PED. Ben Wilkes has come in uh, with an email. Hi, gang. I was recently listening to an episode where you discussed the subject of forgetting that some players had played for certain teams. I thought I'd go on further and bring you pairs of football as you never knew played together. I like these. They're Ooh. good. Remember when Carlton Palmer reckoned that he played with John Terry back yeah. in the day? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, first up, Zlatan and Stephen Pienaar. Uh, during their time at Ajax. Ah. Um, Adele Tarapt and Kaká starting together for Milan against Atletico Madrid in a Champions League match. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. Pep Guardiola and Francesco Totti, obviously at Roma. Uh, Marco oh, Royce. Oh, that's a lovely one. That's, that's really nice, is. Pep Guardiola at Roma. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Marco Royce and Josh King playing a, a grand total of 70 minutes together at Borussia and Mönchengladbach. Lovely. Um, Yaya Torre and Rivaldo in the heart of the midfield at Olympiacos. Oh, finally, that's good. That is finally good. and possibly the strangest to make the list is, get this, Wilfred Zaha and Edgar David sharing a wing for Palace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Carling, oh, wow. Carling Cup defeat to Portsmouth in which uh, the naughty little uh, Wilf got a red card. Oh, <laughs> naughty Wilf. Naughty Wilf. Um, there was um, a similar, but not quite exactly the same thing of, of, of players who uh, just... Players who, where you didn't know they played for a certain club and they just look weird in the shirt. Like yeah. Yaya Toure had a trial for Arsenal once. Nice. And yeah, there, is, yeah. there, is a, there are pictures of him just in, in that old Arsenal kit and it's like, yeah. this looks very weird. Yeah, and also, why the hell didn't you sign him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next email. Um, we uh, Look, most of the email box is just basically people telling me about this. I did notice on Twitter, hello gents, on the subject of common names in football, uh, this one's from Martin, but a lot of other people got in touch, and Newcastle United now have a manager called Steve, an assistant manager called Steve, a first team coach called Steve, a head scout called Steve, and a goalkeeping coach 
Carl Steve. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Not too bad, is it? That's quite enjoyable. And finally for now, um, from Luke, dear Jim, Luke, Pete and Marcus, uh, football legend uh, Kazuyoshi Miura's uh, Yokohama FC uh, have now been promoted to the J1 League, the highest tier in Japanese football. Kazoo, oh. uh, Kazoo played the final few minutes of the game and is now uh, not only the oldest professional footballer in the world at 52, he's also a top flight player as well. 52? I read, I mean, once, I read, read once that he was, his dad, his dad I think was Yakuza. But he doesn't like to talk about it. All right. Apologies if that's apocryphal. I was going to say, and I mean, are, <laughs> we, are we dead now, effectively? <laughs> I don't know. It's mainly uh, white collar crime, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah was, these so. days. To be fair, if, if someone was going to keep us alive in that situation, it would be Pete. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's. I think we could do with a bit more organised crime. I suppose. In Britain, to be honest. <laughs> Bit more. I'm starting it now, guys. Who wants to join my mafia? Okay, I <laughs> told mafia. you. We're not talking about that. Okay. Uh, well, that has been your email. So if you'd like mm. to get in touch with the show, it's your Did you, did, did you, there was a similar, if I may sort of like peek, open the curtain and peek okay. back into the email section. Yeah. There, was a, there was a tweet we all received. I don't know if you saw it, which was right. similar to the Steve one. Okay. Um, uh, we, we were tagged in it. So I got Richard Jolly tweeted it. And like it said, oh, from, yeah. from 1975 to 1988, West Brom's managers, apart from a few months under Nobby Styles, were Johnny, Ronnie, John, Ron, Ronnie, Ron, Johnny, Ron, and Ron. <laughs> Remini at the Great. Tremini. <laughs> we'll take his word for that, by the way. I love that it ends with Ron and Ron. It's just it's pleasing. <laughs> what about Pepe Mel? What? West, West Brom manager? Okay. I mean, yeah, Have a was... bit of respect for Pepe, is all I'm saying. Okay. Thank, thanks, Are you Marcus. All right, Marcus. Thanks for that, Marcus. Um, just don't forget him. Look, it's, look he the, wasn't there the, in the 80s, was he? The vault fasters and the pauses. Oh, yeah. More difficult ones than there's just three of us. You're absolutely right. I forgot about the dates. <laughs> yeah. uh, feel free to edit that out or edit it in. I've mugged myself We off never edit anything out, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know why we're starting so, now. Yeah, bad you luck, mess. pal. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, I apologise for myself. Um, okay. But yes. Uh, Can you apologise for Crystal Palace and Andros Townsend, please? I'm going to have to, aren't I? <laughs> um, it was another big win, of course, for Klopp's clan uh, on the road. Um, but uh, Andros Townsend and co, they couldn't do it. They were close, but they couldn't do it. But everybody is saying the same thing. It is proper championship winning stuff from Liverpool. Klopp, yeah, it's really time, is. baby. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> it was. I'm beaten in 30 Premier League games. They've lost one in just 52 Premier League matches. The stats yeah. are astonishing. But this is the sort of thing that you kind of remember from the, uh, you know, celebrated Alex Ferguson Fergie time nonsense. And, and in fact, Klopp's Well, records... it was on the 85th minute, so it wasn't injury time. Yeah, but like, I mean, Klopp's records of goals scored after the 90th minute mm-hmm. uh, is better than Ferguson's. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. fewer games and stuff, but he's, he's still putting put in a shift at Liverpool. And, and, and they've got ice in their veins. And, and I think the almost the inevitability of it mm-hmm. kind of gets to players. Yes. You can't switch off in the last five minutes well, because Liverpool will well. score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they've gone, they're hog wild. <laughs> They just don't want to do the admin at the end of the season. We'll yeah, do it yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like doing your taxes early. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We'll just pay out now. I yeah, can't be bothered doing your taxes early, except they've actually done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, all the old cliches. You're playing badly and winning, mm. blah, 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 blah. And and it's very impressive that they, they you know, Palace get a, a late-ish equaliser on a board. It was about 82 minutes. And again, it's not vintage stuff, that, that, that winning mm. goal from Liverpool but the ball's in the back of the yeah, bleeding actually, net. You know Nestled. what, though? It's yeah. a very, very smart finish from Firmino. It's, oh, okay. it's one of those ones where it looks like it's a little bit of a goal-mouth scramble and he's just he's just hit it, but he hasn't at all. He's placed that. Yeah. The way he's hit it with his boot is... He's, he's very good. I'm really glad for him to, to see him sort of end his goal-scoring drought as well because you yeah. don't want... Uh, you, know, you don't want those little things hanging over your team. They're just, it's pretty much perfect, isn't it? I mean, yeah. they could only be two points better off in the league, Liverpool, <laughs> which is astounding. It really is. <laughs> I, I, I sort of find it uh, a bit um, kind of futile now when people say, oh yeah, I mean, Palace had that goal ruled out. And, uh, you sort of think, that, that's, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say that a goal was chalked off for, for VAR, I understand the frustration, but it is a bit like, Someone like the Harry Kane goal. Uh, well, it wasn't a goal. That the first um, time he put the ball in the back of the net yeah. at West Ham, it was the flag was up. It was offside. Mm. So, oh, you don't celebrate. It's just the difference is the VAR. You have that little bit where you think you have actually scored. Yeah, but if the, if it's chalked out of VAR, that kind of oh, but we did. No, you didn't. No, it, it, it's it's ruled yeah. out. And there was a little bit of a push. You know, in the, in the yeah. sort of the runnings of the play, I can see it's how. It's not that's... like goals weren't ruled out before, is it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but oh, I, did, I mean, talking of, uh, uh, you know, you're saying Firmino hadn't scored for a little while, and then and then he did. Ben Teke, if that bicycle kick had oh, gone in, yeah. that'd have been just <laughs> been the worth tonic, it, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> I'm so sorry for him because he's come he's come close a few times. That would have been absolutely glorious. Um, but Zaha, of course, he he, he scored a nice one, uh, and then he he could have equalised. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he knew his, he was just you know. 
frustrated with himself at the end. But and, and they Josh, were very good, Palace, aren't they? They, well, they, they have quietly just established themselves as a as a almost certainly safe Premier League team. Well, yeah, I think under Hodgson, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about I guess them that at was all. The whole point, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, but just the way he sets teams up. I mean, they're not going to win anything, but. I think he can be forgiven for that, but yeah, and that's why as well against the bigger sides, obviously you joke around and so on. But again, that sort of zonal system with a little bit of flair, with like Zaha brings and Townsend, dare I suggest, uh, it, 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 they're tricky opponents to play against. You know, you, you just hope things like the possible takeover that might happen before Christmas mm. and the New Year um, doesn't derail all this. Obviously, because sure. they might have very different ideas, and, and January will be a big period for a team that's just been yeah, taken over. Certainly would. Well, Liverpool needed to win, keep themselves nine points above Man City, who beat Chelsea, of course, two mm. one. The, the the start of the weekend was that uh, Chelsea had more possession of the ball than Man City. Yeah, <laughs> was Wasn't it? I think they said on Match of the Day in, in Guardiola something like three hundred eighty one games in charge of the manager. That mm. was his lowest. Um, the, the the possession stat there was the yeah. lowest in all his time as a as a top flight manager, which, which is I mean, did, did Chelsea get a point for that? Or something? No, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, they should get something. I feel like Guardiola operates at such a high level; <laughs> he can now rest players within games. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, just run a little bit less in between, you know. 60 and 65th minute, or what? Just have your little breaks within the game. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a fun match, that as well. Yeah, Chelsea Man City won. Yeah, I, Chelsea I are fun, aren't they? It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fun times. Good times back, baby. Damn right they are. Damn right they are. Uh, let's go to Goodison Park. Norwich. Huge and overdue win for Norwich. Farkside were on top of the topics. Mm, they were major. Matt Goodison, <clears throat> yeah. They, they, they scored their first goals away from home in the league since the opening day of the season, which is, of course, when Pookie scored at Anfield. Yeah. Which, again, shows you how barren it's been. Pookie's bringing back his form for Finland. He's, he is. Back. Yeah, mm. well, he was there. He didn't score, but he was brilliant. Mm. And uh, it's pleasing to see Todd Cantwell back among the yeah. goals there. So he, the yeah, there. He, I like Todd Cantwell a lot because he, he just doesn't look like a footballer, does he? Do you not think? He's like, he almost a little red like, woolly hat on? Well, he almost looks like a character from The Inbetweeners that was cut from the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, I agree with that. In the end. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Not like quite a boy, a boy band or not quite? Um, I what think his mates against? would call him boy band because yeah. of his hair, but I don't think he'd actually be in one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, feel yeah. Like he, I feel like I'd have more in common than him than I would with most footballers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If I were his age. <laughs> But his, hair, his hair has spun me out. I don't yeah. know what I'm confused. So capacity for curtains and also a top knot. I, I respect yeah. that a lot. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Well, yeah, but <laughs> apart from all that, it was it was a good <laughs> win, of course, for Norwich. Oh yeah, and and it, but it really was overdue for for Farkas side. You know, going on about that. So they, they were really dominant well, from, it, from the highlights I saw. Yeah, I did, well, which, Southampton, you know, that, that result sort of shocking them into life and then they had those yeah. games against Man City and they're, they're kind of there. Whereas with Norwich, it goes on and on and on. You think, well, is there going to be a performance here? Now, Farke, it doesn't seem to... It'd be, it'd be surprising if his job was was in doubt at all, yeah. despite that, that poor run of form. And they've seemed like a happy camp. Yes. So you sort of think, when is one of these performances coming from? And when it when it does happen, of course, it's it's greeted very warmly um, by those Norwich fans, as it should be. But you think to yourself, right, well, where's that bit? You know, without mm. being too mm. harsh. So there it is. Right, go on and and play like that because it is often it is basic stuff. First to the ball, your desire, mm. so on and so well, forth. They've uh, they've got Arsenal at Carrow Road next. So oh, they'll be all right. I there. wonder where this is going. <laughs> um, Everton, though, they've Whoa. got that ridiculous thing hanging over them where they've not won a game in which they've gone behind under Marco Silva, mm. right. which is, he's been there long enough now that they need to know how to it's do that. It's just one situation where you sort of see a player like like Torsen, for example. Yeah. Massive disappointment. Yeah. I had so you many hate miles, him, like, don't you? <laughs> no, I wanted him to be amazing. I wanted him to be Mitrovic-esque. Yeah. Um, but he's just, he's not getting the service at the moment, I think it's fair to say. He played he played a, a good couple of matches. He scored against Spurs, I want to say. Uh, but he, um, he's he been playing all right, and then he's just, but he's just not getting the service, and they, he's just having to feed off scraps. Mm. And, you know, you're talking about like Devin Moyes possibly getting parachuted into steer really? the ship. No, I mean, he probably God. would keep them up, but they shouldn't be in any way. Well, Everton aren't going to go down. No, but but I don't know you mean it, it can't is... get any better. It just can't. Oh, well, <laughs> they are in a really strange situation in terms of their identity, aren't they? Because you know, this was this is supposed to be the era that, that Everton were doing a Spurs really and trying to sort of yep. break into that top group of teams, mm. and it just hasn't happened. They are. Ultimately, they are just sort of irrelevant in the Premier League. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They are, they are just so, so like profoundly mid-table. Mm. But it's, it's, it must be what's worse than being talked about. <laughs> yeah, I think with Everton, we 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 have tried our damnedest to talk up Marco Silva on this podcast, and I think we've all got to come to the conclusion that he might not be as good as we thought. Yeah. Although, to be fair, Luke may have 
said that uh, you know a number of months ago now. But it's just yeah. not happening. You look at the, the managers they've they've gone through. I mean, Ronald Koeman went there and it didn't work out. You know, and Koeman's done pretty well most mm. places he's gone. Um, I mean, Allardyce steadied the ship as he does, yeah. but it was probably not a, never going to be a long-term appointment. Of course, yeah. You do, you do wonder with Everton, you know, in the shadow of Liverpool, they're the demanding group of supporters. That's not necessarily a bad thing. They've spent a lot of money. But it's one of those squads where they've spent a lot of money, and you do look at them, and they have international players in there, but they don't have many big stars in there, mm. if you see what I mean. But that's sort of the, the level they're at, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I suppose. Well, I suppose. But if you're saying they want to punch through and get into that sort of top six maybe mm. you, yeah. they spend a lot of money and you imagine the wages are obscene yeah and at the <laughs> moment they are operating so far below mm. that that level it's, it, it, yeah it really isn't good and I I can't see Silver being in the job that much longer no. because he doesn't have he doesn't have the the goodwill of the supporters as well I Not think now. if a manager yeah I think if a manager people think hang on we can we can see what, what he's trying to do but he's mm. been in there for a while I mean yeah, I think has. it last was I reading last February he talked about his players not showing much self motivation. Mm. That was, I think, it was in mm. February. You know, um, I think this do, year. Do we? Does Again, it's basic. Does he just look the part and sound the part? Must yeah, be. Must be. I think he came over and everyone was thinking like he was this Mourinho esque sort of like slightly mysterious figure yeah. who's got all these sort of tactical innovations that we mm. couldn't possibly comprehend. And actually, um, the Premier League's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, he but he did okay at Watford, of course, but he yeah, left he there quite early on. Watford is such a strange one, though. Aren't well, they? Yeah. But, but like I said, like there are a lot of teams who are on the cusp of firing the manager and getting someone else in, and the availability of the best managers will force uh, chairman's hands. In my opinion, yeah. I think I think they will pull the trigger sooner rather than later. So Pellegrini they want to get the the best the best crop. Pellegrini, yeah. Emery, and um, Silver are all under pressure. Oh yeah. What what order do you think that's going in? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you think all three will go? Uh, by the end of the season, I would think so. I think Pelle- I think Pellegrini will be the first one to go. Do you if think? They, if they keep on yeah. good, going the way they are. Because Everton have proved that they don't, I don't, they know, don't move I think, that quickly. Say, Arsenal, they definitely don't move mm, that quickly. I'd say Silva would be the first to go. I would say yeah. Silva, Pellegrini, Emery. Right. I might have Pellegrini through. I, might, I think he might turn it round. Yeah? Yeah, I think he might pull through. <laughs> 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 but Benitez is there everybody yeah. he's waiting Moshiri go and get him go and get him um, well of course ladies and gentlemen one of the, the biggest games of the weekend uh, some of you would have seen this it was on television for us all to see it ended 2-1 uh, an intriguing uh, encounter where uh, Fulham beat QPR 2-1 no I talk about <laughs> the Copper Libertadores <laughs> final uh, of course lovely to see it on the BBC yeah. yeah lovely to see Jonathan Wilson on there do more of that please please yeah. Um, I mean, you. I said that when you started talking about Jonathan Wilson mid mid sentence. So, well, get him uh, on know, there more. Get I him say. on there more. Okay, yeah. fine. Well, okay, we'll football we'll ramble, on. brand him up <laughs> next time. Football <laughs> ramble daily. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for, Flamengo. Um, uh, Flamengo win the the Copa Libertadores uh, for the first time since 1981. First time in my lifetime. Mm. They've won that cup. Neil Neil Custis uh, ball on Twitter saying uh, a new attendance record at the Copa de Hipster final in Peru. <laughs> oh, Peter, oh I'm talking about a couple of others. You bring him what into it. it. Yeah. Thanks very much. Have to, You've Jeff Shreve have to that. get new air fresheners in it because you've said his name. <laughs> Custis it up. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but yeah, of course, the final was played in Peru. It was the first time it was a it was a single uh, match in the final. Usually mm. a two legged affair. What a finish to the game! Yeah, yeah it, it was good. it was that night in Barcelona, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Gabby goal. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's on loan from Inter, of course. Mm. Scored in the eighty nine. Well, Liverpool but... fancied him like he did a little while yeah, ago. He was a hot prospect, wasn't yeah. he, for for a while? It's kind but of underwhelmed it, it's it leading. stalled for him a bit. I, I I know this is really really childish, but his name's Gabriel. <laughs> Barbosa yep. and he's called Gabby Goal and that that is so 90s to me <laughs> everything about that is so 90s <laughs> that I just want nice. him to succeed yeah well it, um, I mean, they, they didn't look like they were going to score and then of course 89th minute he gets the equaliser and then 92nd pounces on a sort of a defensive mix up and then got got sent off in the 95th yeah. minute I didn't <laughs> quite but yeah. there's a wonderful clip of a very sweaty lady uh, going <laughs> my grandfather is up in heaven but this is the most important thing that's ever <laughs> happened <laughs> he, he basically said it sucks that he's going to miss all of this <laughs> yeah yeah is it, you see some of those supporters, obviously the Flamengo ones who have travelled. She looked much. like she'd been screaming all match. Yeah, amazing. yeah, the distances they have to get over there is very, very <laughs> difficult and so on and so forth. And then when they score, they get, you know, in supporters, and by the sounds of it, these ladies, sort of, they lose their minds. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't string yeah, sentences yeah. together. They, they're just talking absolute nonsense. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the scenes it. in Rio were, were, were quite something as well. Mm. 
Uh, but yes, River Plate though nearly made it back to back wins. Yeah, but they didn't. So 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 there we are. Oh, and before um, we we move on. Uh, Maradona stayed on at Himnasia. Yes. Unbelievable. U-turn. Yeah. Uh-huh. U-turn. How about that? Has he made a full U-turn in his life, Jim? Probably no, not. But no, the next, definitely Maybe the it. next documentary will confirm <laughs> or deny that. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we, uh, we spoke about him last week very briefly and said that he'd, he'd left his job, uh, which he did uh, the same day with Pochettino, but then uh, you can't keep a good man down. Uh, of, of course, uh, Jim Campbell. There's an amazing scenario that's, that, that's happened at Partick Thistle. Are you aware of this? Um, where basically a supporter won the Euro Millions and he's bought Partick Thistle <laughs> and he's effectively going to give it to the fans, sort of just make right. it a fan-owned thing. And he's taking his time making sure it's, uh, mm. it's, all, it's all done above board and that it will actually you know, function well. I, just, I love that. I, d- I, mean, I don't. Absolutely... Who wants to... Resu- like, you've given it... <laughs> the fans didn't ask for it. It's effectively fly... <laughs> it's, a, it's effectively fly-tipping. So... <laughs> Right, new aim. We're, our stated aim has always been Ramble Airways, but right. now we, 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 <laughs> we need first. to buy Newcastle United and give, give them to, to Pete. Pete. Just I don't want it, I'll fuck it up. <laughs> I love they that. didn't want it. I love this story you yeah. say. And like, it's hard. Yeah, whatever you think, let's hope that he's getting proper uh, sound advice and all that kind of mm. stuff. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Pete's like, well, I wouldn't want that. What yeah. are you doing yeah. that for? Do, you know, buy it and run it. Don't just go, I've got 250 million to spend. Yeah, how much so did he much win? Do you know? Um, he won two hundred fifty million. Two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, I think it was seven. I want to say it wasn't very expensive. Bloody uh, Nora! Another yeah. hundred million by Newcastle United. Yeah, yeah. Or well, you know, do a little dance with Mike Ashley for a bit, and then ultimately not be able to. <laughs> well, buy so, it. Well, speaking of which, did you see? Um, you see? I think I put it on the old on the old WhatsApp. But um, Rafa uh, has been doing a bit more PR. So has an interview yeah. about how you know he wanted a one year extension, and they wanted to sign him up for like eight years or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but he just didn't want to sign the players that Ashley wanted to sign. But uh, there was this wonderful little in the middle of the piece where, when he came back into <laughs> when he came back into the meeting room. Mm. Rafa, a member of uh, Mike Ashley's company, had come into the room to heat up his lunch in the microwave, not realizing the meeting was back underway. And this is a quote from Rafa. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, but he couldn't work the microwave. It had a four minute setting, but his lunch required only two minutes. You could put it on for four minutes and stop the microwave after two, Benitez interjected, interjected and the pl- employee agreed. Yeah. I was like, well, do sorry, I, do we, what do I, I even have to manage the microwave <laughs> around here? What am I reading? What am I reading? And then a, a club insider. It was a fine compromise, but it was to prove the last achieved that day. Mm. Benitez's, Benitez's Newcastle career could not be similarly reheated. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Rubbish. Absolute I rubbish. I see Sam Allardyce reading that story and saying, there's Benitez patronising Englishman again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, well, yes, that was uh, a good way to end the show, I think. Mm. Rafa let's Benitez and microwavable meals. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble and Football Ramble Daily. Jules and Andy are back tomorrow. Do listen to them. Uh, thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jim Campbell. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. This was a Stakhanov production. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.